Welcome to Table Talk, Discussion and Discourse, Episode 2, Part 1. Before we begin, I'd like to give another little thing about this is a video podcast first, uh, and it premieres on our YouTube channel, uh, Table Talk, uh, Discussion and Discourse, which the link can be found in the description to go there and look at it. Um, and if you want the full context of what we are looking at, um, then the video is there. We do response video, like responses to videos uh, about tabletop subjects. So, uh, without further ado, I'll let us introduce ourselves, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone who is uh, watching this or listening to this at the moment. How are you? Welcome back to Table Talk. If this is your first instance of being here, my name is Alejo, also known as Graydon. Hi. Um, it's a thing. We're here. Uh, we do we do this show and we talk about tabletop stuff. Um, mostly D and D. It's been, but today we're gonna have a little bit of a little bit of a different thing. I'll pass it on over to my my left of my icon right now is to Aiden. I just want to say how fully on brand it is that episode two and we're already branching into other stuff. Yep. Um, <laughs> my name is Aiden, aka It's Sneaky Adolf, uh, but I pretty much go by whatever people call me. Uh, it's how I got the nickname in the first place. Um, and from here, I'll pass it on to the third compadre, the man to my left. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say my name. <laughs> oh, no. That's... No, no. That's your uh, my... job. Uh, my name is Boo, also known as Prince Boo, also known as... Uh... <laughs> my my alias is Daniel, but... Uh... Ah. <clears throat> yep. So, <sighs> don't really have anything else than that. I got a pizza here, so I'm just kind of looking at that right now. <laughs> So, yeah, that's nice. just kind of where my attention is, but don't worry. As soon as we get into this topic, I'm going to get all fired up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, before we before we begin with our topics, though, I do want to um, put something out there to um, for, for people to have knowledge of. If you don't know, you probably do. Um, do you guys watch um, Magikarp Used Fly at all anymore? Yes, I actually saw... Um, his Warhammer 40k that's, video. Yes, that's what I was gonna yeah. bring up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's the Boo. first time I've watched any of his content in a while. But, Boo, have you watched him at all? I, ha I have seen him a long time ago, yeah. but I didn't find him funny at the time, so I just kind of stopped watching. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend uh his new docu series that he's doing, which is his path to Warhammer 40k. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. He's started uh, just making these videos with his friends. Of uh, before that, he made a tabletop video of playing Villainous, the board game, with his mm -hmm. friends, um, which he's starting a second channel for, which I'm actually really excited about because um, I really enjoy watching board game content. <laughs> it's just mm. it's neat. Um, but yeah, the the Warhammer one is like it's crazy just how much money they spend on all these figurines oh God, and yeah. shit. It's oh, amazing. Really? Okay. It's actually really well shot and everything. He's a really good yeah. video producer. Yeah, oh Matt goodness. is a really good uh, editor slash yes. cameraman slash producer. Yes. And it makes his origins all the more hilarious to me. I know, right? Isn't that great? Um, but yeah, uh, any of you out there, 
Magikarp use fly. If you don't know about him, you probably do. Go check his newer videos out, and then you know you can see some of his his other content as well if that strikes your fancy. But really, it's <laughs> really the tabletop thing diva. that <laughs> diva costume comes to mind. Yeah, I know. It's really, it's really the Warhammer stuff. That's what I really wanted to highlight because that shit is cool. <sighs> okay, all right, all right. It's time, boys. Yeah. Oh god. <sighs> All right. Time so I have flow. some I have some strong thoughts about this week's topic. I have many I have many tweets that I have saved that I don't think I needed to because this company is not intelligent enough to retract and delete what they've said. Um so let's just begin with uh so there's a new game coming out. Uh-huh. That is loosely, I see. Yes, <laughs> the it is it is based on the works of H. Okay, it is quote unquote inspired <laughs> by the yeah. works of H.P. Lovecraft. It's called Fate of Cthulhu, and literally a couple of days ago, uh, it blew up Twitter for a while. Um, it it was amazing. It was so fun to watch how how interesting this became um oh god okay uh where to begin so the company in question i don't give a shit about name dropping they can fire me all they want um they're they're a public company evil hat productions and uh they they put out a tweet about fate of cthulhu um let me go find the yep here it is i'll show this on the screen Yep. In Fate of Cthulhu, you don't play a hapless investigator spiraling inevitably towards doom. You're a kick-ass resistance fighter from the future, sent back in time to stave off the Elder God's apocalypse. What will you sacrifice to save the planet, Link? Uh, okay. So. Wait. You said what will you sacrifice, sacrifice. to save the planet, Link? There's a there's a link at the at the end. Oh, oh, oh yes. Okay. I apologize. Um, okay. Because when thought... you said that, I thought you were like, like talking as if it's like, oh, like the character being sent back was right. Link from like, yeah. Breath of the Wild or some shit, <laughs> or or like Planet Dude, Link. I don't multiple planets or I don't mm. I don't put it past them to even do that. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, hey, they've already bastardized the Cthulhu mythos and Terminator in one fell swoop. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so let's let's explain a little bit here. The yeah, we need let's set the stage. I have I have the whole site here. Um, we have Fate of Cthulhu. Would you mind sending me a link to that? I would like Absolutely. To also, Peruse. browse alongside. Absolutely. Here you I s- are, boys. I saw the Twitter post and I saw the dumpster fire. I've mm-hmm. not been on the site itself. Okay, so Fate of Cthulhu. The stars are right for great Cthulhu's return. It's up to you to make them wrong again. Okay, well, let's let's talk about before we get into before we get into this too much. <laughs> let's talk about Lovecraft. Why don't we? Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. it's too funny. <laughs> I know, I, I know. It get it just gets worse. Ooh, it that's just, pretty strong. It just gets worse. Let's talk about Cthulhu and Lovecraft in general. 
Okay. But, oh wait, wait, wait. Before we Let's... start, I like how this Call of Cthulhu game is for ages thirteen and up. I. Uh... <laughs> it's thirty. It's gonna be thirty-five dollars. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> definitely so let... let your preteens play this Cthulhu game. I, yeah. Apparently, apparently they're okay with that, especially when they hate Lovecraft himself and all his themes and everything. No, so I'm, I'm, I actually don't find anything wrong with the age thing on this. Oh, I know, but like no, Cthulhu, no. Cthulhu games are usually pretty gory, pretty dark and shit. Dep- depending on your DM. Exactly. If you have that's, a good DM, it should be gory and dark. That's or the, GM in this case. Actually. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, yeah, keeper. Right. Excuse you. Yeah, keeper. <laughs> anyway, sorry so, to interrupt. So yes. Um, Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft, famous writer uh, who inspired uh, the mythos, the Cthulhu mythos, the Lovecraft mythos, whatever you want to call it. He mm-hmm. used his inner, like his fears and and uh, prejudices. Yes, prejudices and everything against society that he didn't understand um, in order to write a bunch of very, very well written, very interesting tales that. I have a book of that I could go get um, that has all of them that you gave me, Aiden. Which yeah, and I yes. got too. And then yeah. and then I've got uh, literally the exact same copy of that that I bought myself like two years later. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, so and and let's let's not sugarcoat it. He was fucking racist. Oh yes. yes. yes he oh, was he was. F- oh my god, it's great. <laughs> Mm, and how laughing awful at it is. <laughs> laughing at how awful it is is hilariously fun. Dude, the yes. rats in the walls. The rats has, in the walls I think, has, I think, one of my favorite one-liners. Oh, that so man, I haven't read that one yet. Shit. Oh, it's so good. Um, okay. So that. yeah, uh, he in the rats in the walls. For reference, for those of you who have not read um, the story, um, it mentions the main protagonist of the story having a black cat Mm -hmm. um and this cat was actually an insert because lovecraft himself had a cat by the name of this name Mm -hmm. um and the name of this cat was uh that of uh n-word man (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love this guy already (laughs) like it's it's yeah it's great it's just how it is it's so ridiculous (laughs) Uh, do you have your Necronomicon? I can go get it really now? quick. Oh, Give me. Juice I'm not sure I have mine. There <laughs> That's is actually, so good. There is one line. Um, there's a line from Herbert West Reanimator, mm-hmm. wherein it describes uh, there is an underground this. boxing ring. Yes, in, I read this. I remember this. Yes, and uh, there was a one of the members of the underground boxing ring happened to be a man of African descent yes. and uh, whose uh, arms as, you know, a boxer uh, happened to be like fairly long just as a person. Yes. Uh, but Herbert West him, uh, notes that the, uh, I believe it was the arms of the boxer, which I could not help but refer to as forelimbs. Yes, I think is another line. Yes, Ooh. there are many. There are many lines that I could go and find for you. Um, yes, yeah, but uh, numerous, numerous uh, references to um, pagan like rituals mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like voodoo and such like yes. that being those of like quote the lesser races and such yep. like that. 
Yep, yep, yep. Um, Absolutely. A, a huge theme of human de-evolution in a lot of uh, northeastern uh, small towns with like a limited genetic pool. Yep. Uh, wherein they like revert back to apes and such like that. It's it's, it's one of the most predominant themes. Oh. Absolutely. Aside, aside from hopeless, abject horror and insanity, yeah, and the unknown. Yes. Um. Now I don't know about you. Are Are you mature enough to handle that? <laughs> I don't know. I think we need to have the entire, uh, all of Cthulhu's writing. Or not Cthulhu's. Cthulhu didn't write it. Uh, <laughs> all of uh, Lovecraft's writing burned and uh, stricken from the memory of every human on the planet. That seems to be the People position. Mm-hmm. Seems to agree. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the position that um, that this company has. Uh, yes. Instead of taking their work, respecting it, and actually adapting it to suit the audience that mm-hmm. wants to to consume it, as in like you don't need that. You don't need to put the racist stuff in. Absolutely, you don't. Yeah. But it's there. It's yeah. like it's like think about um. You know Looney Tunes? Yeah. Remember, oh, yeah. yeah, remember how they were the like, cannibal? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's they were like, yeah. we're going to release all our stuff. This was made in a different time, right? Mm-hmm. It's so, not representative of our views. Exactly. Yeah. It's like and ev- I I don't remember that being I pr- I'm pretty sure people were up in arms about that too. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, but let's fucking deal with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> They even themselves are like, yo, this isn't how we think. It's just how it was. Yeah. yeah. And like, it should, same should be said for Lovecraft. It's it's just how it was for him back in the day. And right now, I don't know about you, but it's been over 200 years or 200 years, maybe. I don't know. Um, he, he died in 1937. He died in 1937. So, yeah. So, never mind. It's been 83. Little- a little less, it's fine. Um, but yes, it, for modern sensibilities don't apply. That's the thing. And I don't understand how this keeps popping up. <laughs> right? Yeah. I have... Alright, so, yeah. Evil Hat Productions, uh, as a whole, has taken the stance of... Because um, H.P. Lovecraft... Um, or HPL, or however you want to abbreviate it. Mm-hmm. Um, my 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 good friend Howard. Mm. Yes, um, that's right. We're all good friends yes. with him. Exactly. <laughs> his name is his I, name I is tried, Howard. I you tried, fucks. I, I tried I tried telling him like, man, dude, black people are fine. Your wife right? is Jewish, and he was like, that wasn't until later. I hate them. That wasn't until later. Um, let's be honest. Um. They have taken the stance of because um, Lovecraft's work, um, or not really Lovecraft's work, uh, Lovecraft was a racist author whose racism dribbled occasionally and like overspilt into his writings with offhand comments. Mm -hmm. Um, They have taken the stance that because these comments are present, the work as a whole is racist. Yep. And because his work in the Cthulhu mythos is now inherently racist, that Call of Cthulhu editions one through seven, a 
uh, a tabletop role-playing game created by Sandy Peterson and published by Chaosium, right? Mm -hmm. Mm. Yep. Yeah, and published by Chaosium um, is racist, despite the fact that Cthulhu died in... Not Cthulhu, Jesus. Uh, HPL died in 1937. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and according to my notes, first edition came out in 1981. Yes. Yeah. So because HPL was racist, Cthulhu editions 1 through 7 are racist. Anything to do with Cthulhu that isn't mm-hmm. their game. Yes, and That's... if you like them and you play them, you are bigoted. And yes. racist. Yes. And a racist. It... Okay, so... Okay. I feel like I feel like we don't really even have to say anything. It's a leap of we logic. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have to say anything, right? Like, this is so. This is so asinine that I feel. The thing is, mm-hmm. I would really, really like to be able to say. I bet they're just doing it as a joke to get publicity, but the fact that they're no. actually saying it and defending it and yeah. not re- not removing the tweets that they put out, yes. they're actually this stupid. An yes. entire they... company of game developers is this stupid. Yes. Yeah, word a bit or a marketing scheme, they would have like adjusted their viewpoint or gone with a ha 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 lulz guys. Yeah. Yes. But they've instead chosen to double they've and triple down. Fucking down, dude. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's get into a little bit of the features here. Let's get into Alejo, a little would bit you, of the features. Uh by the way, would you mind uh linking to me your list of Twitter links? I would just like to also peruse them. Uh yeah, sure. I, I'll give them to you when we get to them. Uh, one by one because I don't have a list. I just have them in a tab here, like tab. Oh, tab, okay. Tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So, let's let's start with what Fate of Cthulhu does. Um. So, yeah, the stars gotta make make them wrong again, dude. <laughs> it's real weird. So, uh, so that's strange. why we're that's why we're on Earth. It's so really strange. Easy to push a star out of the way while I, on Earth. I. I I understand what they're trying to With say. With a shotgun, apparently. Yeah, yeah, I understand what they're trying to say, but I don't think you understand what's going on in this. Yeah. Okay. So the great old ones reach out from the future and into their past, our present, corrupting mm-hmm. the timeline such that events and individuals turn towards the apocalyptic and lead to their inevitable rise. A small and battered resistance effort mounted by time travelers and present-day heroes stands in their way. You okay. know, technically, we already had that in Cthulhu. It's called the fucking Yithians, if you play yes. them that way. Absolutely, anyway. you can use the Yithians like that. Um, so, okay. Let's... <laughs> so this is just the first fucking paragraph. <laughs> so they reach out from the future and into their past. Sure. Okay. But why? Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like it. I like, I like it. Yep. Good. That's thank you. That's what I wanted. Okay. So I don't know. It just seems there's a more efficient way to do this, but you know, just do it in your own time where you can apparently, if you have this power, you should be able to do it anytime. Well, Hmm. the future past and present are as one to a goo. Yes. Fair. (laughs) 
go- goose work in mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. So one, so one would say poor game development. Uh, some would say <laughs> yeah. in mysterious ways. <laughs> Corrupting the timeline such that events and individuals turn towards the apocalyptic and lead to their inevitable rise. So, all right. So, let's so just say. Skynet. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Let's just say that apparently they can just do this. Sure. They they uh-huh. somehow influence everyone. Everyone. Except for this resistance, which. Uh, yeah. Well, they just. Except for a select few, a master race, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, <man. laughs> oh these god, people, these select people are high and oh, they are no. way better the, and above the, everybody yes, else. Oh, no. it, it is on them to save our world. Oh, yes, no. we can't what, do it. Regular what shall people we, can't do what, it. What shall we call this force of elite, no. genetically superior no. heroes? No, see, you're writing too. You're you're describing too much. I get, I get it. But come on. <laughs> okay. All right. But my my. <laughs> um. So. So let's let's. Let's just I okay. So this is this is a problem with writing. You haven't given me anything. I understand that this is just the blurb that's supposed to draw you in, right? Yeah. But you haven't given me anything that I can you can haven't given me anything that I can really just go, yes, okay, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Because apparently they just one go into the past and that just makes everybody apocalyptic. We're now in the post apocalypse. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like, I, sure, okay, okay, maybe, but also like, it just leads to their inevitable rise. So are they? They're already in power, so there's nothing that anyone can do. Yeah, yeah, it's already Wait. over. I I literally just had uh, a brain blast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the great old ones, sure, are reaching out from the future. Yes. And into their past, a.k.a. our present. Sure. Which is, like, so weird. I don't know what... Are you saying now? I'm... Like, 2020? Sure. Sure. Um, Thank you. (laughs) But Uh, what I don't get, though, mm -hmm. is... That... Then what's the point of Cthulhu? Because his point is the one who raises them he's the archpriest and when he rises he calls the rest down it's almost like it sounds to me like they're just bypassing cthulhu it's as a whole it's almost as if they don't know the work yeah (laughs) at all imagine imagine that i i'm uh, i mean i'm just saying i mean that's alleged i don't know it's (laughs) Yeah, it's not, no it's not like they continue yeah. going and just completely take out systems yeah. that make so much sense they, to... They don't, don't like the work, but they do like money. Yeah. yeah. It's so hypocritical. And hate racism. And they hate racism, dude. <laughs> oh, man. It's so crazy how much they hate when it. When it's profitable to them. Oh, yeah. my God. I know. <laughs> if you hate racism right now, you can make so much money. Oh, my yeah. God. 
<laughs> that is the hot thing is it, to hate it, racism. The the problem is that yes, that is actually the case in this day and age. <laughs> well, well, okay. Here's the thing. Weird. <laughs> I think this this isn't really related to them at all. <laughs> Hating <laughs> racism and making money for it is slightly better than being a racist and making oh, money. Oh, sure. Oh. Oh, far in the right in the right context. Nowadays, we hate it and we make money from it. And back then, we were slavers, basically. Right, and you know, and, ba- and back and back then, you loved it and made money from it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Times change. Like, it's like, but the it, gift that keeps on giving. It's one of those <laughs> things where you shouldn't have to say, "I hate racism." Yeah. You shouldn't should, have yeah, to that say that. Even. That's like I don't saying, know. Oh, I, I hate murderers. Right, like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't like it when somebody looks at me and goes, you filthy, filthy Hispanic, right? Like, if somebody does that, I'll be like, oh, cool. Or assumes you're Arabic. Or assumes that I'm a Muslim or Arabic or, um, let's see, uh, what else? Has that happened to you? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. It depends on if I have the beard or not. Yeah, it's great. Um... (laughs) It's fun. Um, but it, so it's not very great. Absolutely. And you shouldn't, you should just inherently go, yeah, that's bad. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right. Let's. So let's just go to the second paragraph. Uh, yes. Y- you are. Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you are those. <laughs> yeah. You are those one way travelers from a dark future and their crucial allies from the present day, working together to save the human race from looming apocalypse. I'm sorry, it's already happened, you idiots. That's why there's a resistance. The apocalypse has already happened. What? Why not Do you know resistance what... fighters just ten years further back? What? <laughs> Armed with the foreknowledge of Judgment Day, I'm sorry! Okay. No, 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 they called it Judgment Day. You must succeed in a series of vital missions aimed to restoring hope to the future. No, no, no. Okay, so this this is important. This is important okay. because of another tweet. Oh, okay. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Now this is jumping ahead a little bit, but let me let me link this. Wait. Yeah, and just wait a second. Just wait a second here. Okay. So so they say in bull. I will show it again right here. Judgment Day. In capital J, capital D, Judgment Day, as a specific event, right? Yes. So you uh-huh. go over, and apparently, in this tweet, we have um, some shit, right? The first thing. But the reply is what's what matters. Uh, also, and I can't believe... Oh, let me show this. Uh, this is from uh, at dead above the lip. Uh, no one who... Uh, so, also... And I can't believe I was right about this. They made a Terminator game before realizing they couldn't get the rights. F- finding a quote oh. that is from Fred Hicks. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a straight line between <laughs> the two. Chris and I were talking about licenses that would be too much hassle, and that that turned into taking about the parts of it that we loved. Once I looked at those parts, I realized there was some oh resonances with the mythos, which immediately sparked the no. idea of Cthulhu operating with Skynet's playbook. Oh. That's the starting point we handed over to the team. Oh my god. I did not know. Yeah. 
I found this today, or not today, uh, yesterday, and I had to find, I, I had to keep it. I literally said the whole bastardization of the Cthulhu Mythos and Terminator, just because oh, it reminded me of the two IPs. I know, everyone I picked up know. on it immediately, but it was intentional. Oh my god. Oh. You know, had they actually gone with just a Terminator game, I actually would have been fine with that. Oh, absolutely. So, oh, because so that would everyone would be kind of a cool concept. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everyone has been like, why don't you just make something original instead of taking and bastardizing other things? Yeah. What I what I find also hilarious is what <laughs> that's what what this means mm-hmm. is they tried to get Terminator and failed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because they spent their money on trying to get Terminator and failing, they then you resorted to the Cthulhu mythos, which is, I believe, a creative commons. Yes, it is public and domain. Then as, yes. And then as such, they're like, well, we've already spent all our money on acquiring an IP to like shuffle this under let's mm-hmm. use something free and yes. also not edit our game accordingly no yeah. that uh, it it's just it's so apparent now with using judgment day right because yeah. judgment day is what is the day that happens that actually turns everything into the apocalypse yeah, yeah. it's and that's the same there, as in terminator yes, yes. that is the, exactly the movie Terminator. Judgment yes, it is the movie Terminator Judgment Day, as yeah. well as just in Terminator itself. They were like, "Yeah," and we called it Judgment Day. There is. Oh, oh my god! No. So, <laughs> I, also, I thought I wasn't going to get angry again, but I got angry again. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love the line: "Can you defeat the vast unknowable evils of the great old ones before you become?" a monster yourself can we uh what was the um alejo could you read for mm-hmm. me again the tweet that gave the link to this something about a hapless investigator yes uh spiraling uh, toward their doom. their doom yes uh in fate of cthulhu you don't play a hapless investigator spiraling inevitably toward their doom you don't do that. Okay. You're a kick-ass no. resistance fighter from the future sent back in time to stave off the Elder God's apocalypse, which has but apparently already happened. Totally get before you before you become a monster yourself. Before you become a monster yourself. Okay. Be- before you become one yourself. Which is a spiral because now let's let's dive into why that is because um this is a standalone game using the fake core system. They have replaced insanity with corruption. Yep. Yep. Corruption Uh... mechanics that show how close your heroes are coming to the monsters they fight and the monstrous abilities they gain. So, so apparently, let's, let's say you go on a boat. Let's say you're on a boat with a lot of people and you find an island in the middle of the, in the middle of the sea. You get on that island, and it's really weird, right? Mm-hmm. It starts acting really strange, um, and the, the geometry doesn't act the way it should. Um, mm-hmm. And you go, and you find a door. Doors and open up. The door for opens. For some reason, it opens, and something comes out, and um, apparently, it just makes you look at it and become more monstrous. Because you're really close to it. Well, as opposed, I, as opposed to seeing what's coming through, going, 
what the fuck is that shit? And seeing something that is way beyond your understanding, way beyond your comprehension, that triggers that primal fear response of leaving, running, get the fuck out of there. Oh god, we have to get out of here. Well, I, oh, here, you want to know, I, I, you know actually, what the difference is? Here's the difference. Racism. Oh, you're right. Oh, I'm sorry. I should, yeah. I should call no, it, no, you know, no racism I should, in uh, here. yeah. Um, what I do actually find interesting, and I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on this. Okay. Um, it says, uh, are coming... Crusher mechanics to show how close your heroes are coming to the monsters they fight and the monstrous abilities they gain. What that I, implies I just, to me is if I glock Cthulhu in the face, I can get a kick-ass beard. <laughs> that is true! <laughs> what? And honestly, to me, that actually sounds pretty cool. <laughs> sure, but that's not the point. Uh, yeah, right? yeah no, it's, not, it's not Cthulhu. It's not. It's, because it's the, not racist. The, exactly. Because it's not racist. Said. You're right. Yeah. And also because obvi <laughs> obviously, well, apparently it's not obvious. the mm -hmm. The point of of cosmic horror is finding these things that are that make you feel so insignificant because you are part of something much. You aren't even a part of it. You're there. You're just mm -hmm. in the situation. There are things so much bigger than you that you can never understand. Mm -hmm. One would dare say, according to even their own line, unknowable evil. Unknowable evil. Exactly. How how can you make sense of this to the point that you get a kick-ass beard? Yeah. Right? Like, I, I understand if this is a video game, right? Yeah. yeah. If, if this is a video game and you're supposed to win, sure. I want flavor text on my beard. I want I want to know my lore of my beard like Dark Souls and look at my yeah, sword. Exactly. I'm sorry, my beard and know exactly that this is the beard of Rilie be given to me because I shot Cthulhu in the face, mm -hmm. right? And it gives plus two to Conolingus. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, now here's one thing though. Mm -hmm. um, this is that concept where you fight the monsters and gain their abilities, that is kind of reminding me of the new Prey. Did either of you play that? I've not been so fortunate is as that to play the, it, but I have seen a Is that the one where they become prop hunt? Yes. 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 Okay, that's the reason why I didn't play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, only some of them can do that. Only I know, I know, but still. <laughs> but, um... <clears throat> oh, excuse on. me. <clears throat> In that game, um you get basically think of it like bioshock and you know the okay. uh the i forget what they're even adam called and, and eve yeah adam and then the the what are the abilities called yeah the eve yeah, yeah eve yeah the the abilities that you get basically think of it like bioshock in space except you have the ability to scan like your alien enemies like when you kill them or something i forget mm -hmm. exactly how you do it mm -hmm. but as you fight them and kill them and scan them and learn about them, you eventually unlock ability the ability to use their abilities. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. So that's really the only way I could see that concept working in even in a game sense, not even in a Cthulhu sense. Oh, sure. Because in a Cthulhu sense, that doesn't make any sense at all. It yes. makes no sense. <laughs> um, but that's hey, what that's sounding evil. like to me. Yeah. And it was a good game. 
I highly recommend it. Oh, I'm it, sure. I'm but, sure. Oh, yes. but this does not fit in Cthulhu. That's not that's not fundamentally this is not what Cthulhu is supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is unknowable, indefeatable uh mm-hmm. evil that is so far beyond your understanding of good and evil mm-hmm. and life and death and even what the universe is that it's like you walking over an anthill for you is like you going to your car and for the ants is a giant world ending event that happens like that exactly yeah. and the the only thing that happens in those kinds of situations is that you can lessen the effect of it or mm-hmm. you know drive it back for it to happen again another time yes. yeah right there's and no stopping it it's yeah, just you can mm. The you only... can at your strongest become a, a a fire ant. Yes. Not even a bullet ant. Yes. <laughs> at at best, all you can hope to do, and it's never going to happen. All you can hope to do is break even. That's yeah. it. Yes. And you're not going to because you are like, say, you go through a campaign of Call of Cthulhu with one character. Mm-hmm. If you actually survive. You're not going to, but if you do, <laughs> you will be half insane, or you will just go insane. Sure. Someone has to die. Someone yeah. will die, whether it's you, whether it's an NPC, yes. whether it's a cultist, whether it is whoever. Humanity is on the losing side. There yes. is yeah. no winning, ever. And like, even according to the lore of the mythos, like... Humanity itself is more like a cosmic joke that yes. the races that can be even bothered to like be aware of us are like, man, those guys are freaking losers. Yeah, absolutely. Who cares? Because you have the races, the, the races that aren't really even particularly mm-hmm. evil, like the Yithians. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are, well, they're not explicitly evil in the games, but they have fought like tons and tons of wars and shit, like yes. the, the Elder Things and the Yithians and the Migo. The Migos are a bit of assholes, but. even these somewhat peaceful quote-unquote races have abilities and technology far and away way more than we will ever have ever yes and they're like bottom of the ladder Mm -hmm. so there is fundamentally cthulhu is about staving off the inevitable Mm -hmm. And and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is not a happy. They are not happy stories. They are yeah. not meant to be happy stories. Yeah. There are stories that are not happy, and that's fine. That's the yes. point. It's extinction mitigation. The role playing game. Exactly. exactly. Yes. That's why. That's what makes it fun. The, there's the saying that, um, you know, oh, overcoming opposition or. I forget what it is. It's like opposition doesn't make you. It's what you do in the face of adversity or something. Mm-hmm. Do you right. know the exact wording? I don't remember. No, no. Okay. But about... I forget the first half, but overcoming adversity, how you overcome that adversity shows you what kind of a person you are. Sure. And so it's really interesting to play a character and it's really interesting to read about a character who knows they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And wants to devote the rest of whatever life they have left to fighting against it, even though they know they will not win. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of bravery and mm-hmm. strength. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 
it doesn't always end well, but yeah. that is so compelling. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah, a super yeah, but, compelling thing. Yeah, That's but, why it's interesting. Yeah, but like time-traveling motorcycle dude, though. But racism! <sighs> yeah, I know. It's, it's bad! So, let's... Okay. <laughs> so, so I the ju- best... I just... I, I, I just, real quick, I just, mm-hmm. I find it a shame that they've not only found a way to so wonderfully remove the racism from the Cthulhu mythos, <laughs> but they've also removed everything else that was interesting. Yeah. Dude, okay, so, uh, rightly so, the pushback on this was fucking enormous. Oh my god, yes. you can go through, you can find these tweets, and you can fucking, like, see all of the pushback, and you can see the occasional people who are like, these racists, right? <laughs> Legitimately, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, the best part, let's show this tweet. Um, yes. Let's see. Okay, so this tweet is a follow-up uh, to the that tweet saying, this is them doubling down. <clears throat> if you're just finding this post and wondering what the vitriol is all about, mostly it's a brigade of 46 follower accounts run by people who are mad we called out HP Lovecraft for the racist and anti-Semite he was. If that's where you're getting your gaming advice, this ain't for you. Uh, okay. <laughs> no one had a problem... Literally, no one had a problem with you saying that that Lovecraft was racist, except for maybe one or two people, right? Maybe. Hello. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I, oh okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was just, <laughs> just engrossed in reading down the thread. Oh and... yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets it gets better. So yes, oh. sorry. I just wanted to make sure that my inter- internet didn't die. That's all. <laughs> so I apologize. Um, but yes. So. They they saw maybe one or two accounts in response to their first post that were like maybe being jokes about l- being racist. Maybe I don't know. I can't I can't confirm or deny. But they most likely saw some of those accounts and then were like, "Oh, good. I'm glad that all this hate is just racists, <laughs> right? Because this is this is just a childish." like comeback for all of the hate it does not it's like you immediately are just throwing and generalizing all criticism into you're just being racist and that's completely completely yes a straw man disingenuous fucking awful don't i don't understand you mm, and like again going through this like, there's even one from an uh, 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 account I follow, um, JXE. He has, he has a whole, like, th- at the time, these were the top tweets. He has pictures. One that says, not knowing the difference between outer gods, elder gods, and great old ones. Completely missing the point of cosmic horror. You just don't know when to stop digging, do you? That's not how it works, you little shit. With this little, cute little picture, which I, which I can't really crop very well, but whatever. Next one. Sound shit. Congrats on stealing someone else's creation and making it worse. Next time, try having some creativity of your own. Next one after that, have you read any Lovecraft book? Next one after that, I don't understand how someone tasked with making Lovecraftian games can miss the whole point of what Lovecraft can convey. These aren't saying, oh, you took away the racism. They're saying you Uh, fucked up. (laughs) to, To which... 
uh, Evil Hat Productions responds. Uh, and if you think Fate of Cthulhu doesn't sound like traditional Lovecraftian yes. horror, you're right. That territory is well-trodden and amply covered by other games. The advantage of a shared universe is you can play in your corner of the sandbox and we can play in ours. Exactly. Um, and that that is, that is valid. Um, it isn't traditional Lovecraftian horror. You are, you are right in saying that. Um, it's not even and resembling that, it. Yes, there is the corner of the sandbox, but like, I'd just rather not our sandbox be made into a litter box. It was, um, it's, it's not even. It's like you you took the sandbox, you cut lines into your corner, and said, "This sandbox yeah, is better than your sandbox." And if yeah. you're not on our side of the sandbox, you're racist. Exactly. It's so much more than you than you just saying. Well, if you don't like it, don't play it. You are saying so much and implicating so much more with how you've handled the situation. Yeah. Um. The other issue I have is that if you're like, oh yeah, you're right. It's not traditional Lovecraftian horror. Um. Then why are you using his IP? Exactly. If you want to make a horror game, fine. Uh, in fact, uh, make a Terminator one. That'd be pretty cool. Yes. Um, uh, I would actually be really likely to play this if it were like a Terminator-based IP thing wherein Absolutely. you're fighting against Skynet. That, that sounds super cool. That sounds, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty but cool. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd play that. Yeah. Um, we need more good Terminator stuff. We haven't got any for years. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. The wells have one dry. The more that we talk about, yeah, oh, it problem. would be a good Terminator game. That sounds like a good Terminator game. I would play that. You know what other game can do that just fine? Shadowrun or Cyberpunk. Yes. Oh, fuck mm. yeah. Any, oh, so any, there's no, you can, why would you, why would you jump straight onto Terminator when there's already a pre-established Cyberpunk shit Totally. Games. Cyberpunk no. is hot right now. It is exactly. hot right now. Absolutely. Now that the game is coming out, they're going to get more. It's going to get a ton of people into the uh, tabletop shit. Legitimately, so, like, like one of my friends has the original Cyberpunk at his house. Yeah. And uh, I've looked uh, through it and, and it's, it's awesome. fucking rad. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so cool. But the, the problem is. Tried- <laughs> the problem is, it's not fiction anymore. <laughs> the... yeah, it is real life, anymore. man. Yeah, it's, it's like, crazy. I remember in Shadowrun, one of the funny things in the book, I think I had like fifth edition, yeah. like a cell phone was like a hundred bucks. And back then, like in the game, a hundred bucks is supposed to be like a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, really? <laughs> but like, legitimately, there's so much of that that is not fiction anymore. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's so, and, um, it's, and it says dystopian. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like also, how um, it's like Alien. It's like retro futuristic. Where yes, um, oh, I love they that. They have the computers on the the spaceship, yeah. and it's they're so all good. like that green old style computer. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all running DOS. Yeah. Yes, it's so Amazing. fucking cool. Anyway, uh, complete. Also, side note, uh, just on Twitter currently, I find it uh fitting of our like country as a whole that in the it says trends. It says trending in the United States. Number one is Ron Jeremy. Number three is State of the Union. <laughs> oh, what did Ron Jeremy do? Wait, uh, okay, anyway, so wait a minute. <laughs> now I don't is it just trending know. for that long. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I don't want to. I don't want to. My eyes wandered over to the right, and I'm like, I understand. 
Yeah. Um, but okay. So, so again, um, like I've said, I, I went through a bunch of these tweets and man, oh man, is it great to just see so much of like actual love for the, yes. for Lovecraft, love for Lovecraft. Yeah. Right. And like fucking so many people are like, what the fuck do you mean? You know, like, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're playing in a dirt patch, though. That's not the sandbox. The sandbox is this way. We've been trying to tell you, but you keep covering your ears and going, la, 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 I can't hear you. I hate sand. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of good ones. One quoto2875 on uh, Twitter literally uh, actually said my point. Kind of goes against the whole point of the Cthulhu mythos. Why not just make your own universe with its own pantheon? That's the thing, right? There's that. Um... There are some people who are, I'm not, they're dumb. (laughs) They're fucking stupid and they don't understand what's going on here. And they've just jumped on the bandwagon because it's good to hate on uh, racism now um, when it always has been. But apparently now it's validated to such a point. Um, So I, I, I found, I found one of these, um, one of these people. I responded to it because I found this like 15 hours after it posted and pro- person probably doesn't even know that I did this. So, well, they know, but they just don't care. Um, so, oh, before we get into that, because this has reminded me. Um, so, yes, they've taken away insanity. Yes. They've replaced it with corruption. And yes. they have a little insert in their thing that's like how you should, how you can. Here we go. There are there are no sanity rules. It's actually a part of this tweet, so I will send this really quickly here. Just scroll up question. to the top. Yeah, how yeah. How do you how do you view how many comments are on a tweet? Uh, you can see in the original tweet, just like that little um that little speech bubble. Uh, actually, no, it's not showing up for me. That's I see strange. 92 retweets, 462 likes, but it's not. It should be on the like the first thing you see is the little speech bubble. I don't know. Um, but, okay, so scrolling all the way up, this says, yeah. there are no sanity rules in Fate of Cthulhu. We don't require anyone to play or perform mental illness. First off, okay, okay. I went through and searched through a bunch of the replies to this, and it's like, some people are like, I have mental illness. Thank you. And I'm like, okay, great. There are some people who are like, I have mental illness, and this and I will find that tweet, actually. Give me a moment here, because I, I liked it because I needed it for this. It's somebody who who has mental illness, they've said, and they were like, this is incredibly degrading to the to the conversation. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, oh, here we go. I found it. I just, like, reloaded the page. Um, okay. 769 comments, 92 retweets, 462 likes. So, yes. not, not a bad ratio. Yeah. Um, so okay here we go as someone was and this is in response to that uh that post that i just read um where instead your pc gains corruption a potent alluring slice of the elder god's powers which is so stupid um but this is from shunako shunako i don't know uh here i will put this there um it says as someone with several m- clinical mental illnesses that actually interferes with her life trying to manage it, this is 
unbelievably condescending. I have never once thought that the insanity of the mythos and subsequent games was a proper depiction of what I am going through. The idea that you develop horrific phobias or fetishes at the sight of horrible things was never something anyone linked with my own struggles. If anything, this highly exaggerated, almost magical depiction of insanity, not mental illness, was best describing the fundamental change in your mental state from looking upon the unfathomable creatures of the mythos. It was never mental illness, and this assertion that it feels like you're painting with your own prejudices and assumptions on the medium, which ironically speaks more of how you, how little you think of those with mental illness, both in how you feel the need to condescend towards us and protect us from clearly fictional uh, afflictions, but also how you seem to think those fictional afflictions are represented in our life. And apologies for the rant, but this struck the nerve several, in fact, and it greatly irritated me. Yeah, uh, I was actually thinking of that. It's the um, whole thing. I, I was thinking of that the entire time. I'm like, so yeah. insanity is not mental illness. That is not the comparison. Yeah. yeah. It if can make... Okay. Yeah, if so. you're mentally ill, obviously you're a raving lunatic. Right? And... It, it's so... It's such a bad message. Yeah, no, and, that's you know, ridiculous. How how ironic it is that they uh, remove caricatures of uh, people of color and say, oh, well, that's bad. You shouldn't make a caricature on a person based on one thing. Right. Uh, and then when you find out someone has mental illness, you're like, oh, well, they must be uh, uh, fucking screaming at the walls. Right. It, it doesn't it does not help their image at all with this statement. Mm, yeah. But so many people just don't see that because they just look at it and go, oh, good. You don't like uh, when things make fun of mental illness. That's all they think. It, yeah. It's not, it doesn't apply at all because I, I can say for a fact, if you, if you look at something and it makes you depressed in the sense of, oh my God, there's so much bigger in the world that something could just end everything immediately, right? Like you're depressed because of that. You're not going to feel the same depression that like I feel every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. not the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not it at all. <laughs> yeah, seeing something that breaks you is not the same thing as having bipolar. Exactly. Yeah. It it's so insane, ironically uh. insane, <laughs> that they would think that this is the equivalent. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, oh my god. I I also just really want to point out. Yeah. Um, if you go to uh the main. You can actually see it uh, in the first message that you posted to uh, the website in the Discord, Leho. But you can also see it in the Twitter post. Um, It would appear that the man on the motorcycle um, is just the front cover. And on the back cover, you can see, like, a 12-foot-tall, like, Cthulhuoid thing. Yes. So... I have two questions, and I don't want to know which one, uh, which answer is the worst. Mm-hmm. But is that a person that has been corrupted into a Cthulhu zombie, I... or is that Cthulhu himself? I... Because Cthulhu is these... not that small. Both of these answers are awful because if you're expecting to take down Cthulhu with Buckshot, you, my friend, are sorely mistaken. Yes, Um, I agree. Maybe 
maybe the racism being removed has like debuffed him a little. I yeah, don't probably. Know. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but if the other option is that's a that's someone that, that's like been corrupted and turned into a Cthulhu monster, what then then tells me is if I get corrupted. Uh, and I start taking on aspects of that. What's the first thing that happens? Am I like, have I leveled up and I'm now 20 feet tall? Yeah, um, I, that's cause a good that's, point. Because, like, typically, if someone is completely corrupted like that, that means that they take on all of the aspects. Like, uh, you can get a beard, or you can get wings, or you can be 26 yeah. feet tall. Yeah. And then if they're completely corrupted, they have all of those things. But. What that tells me is, oh, I'm going to, like, fight, <sighs> I don't know, uh, what's a low-level uh, jobber enemy in terms of... The uh, a deep uh, one. one. Yep. <laughs> nice. Deep. <laughs> or uh, what are those things that are uh, blobs? Oh, Shoggoths. No, yep. those are those not Those are low not low-level. Get no. out of here. <laughs> no, they're low, they're no, they're no, no, no. A deep one is just a dude who is a fish man. Yeah, no. A Shoggoth literally you touches you and you die. Well, well, that, well that's why you stay in shotgun range. Uh, <laughs> not touch range. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, so if I kill a deep one, am I going to level up and immediately start drowning? Because I can't breathe air? No, they can breathe both air and water. Yeah, Come on. Okay. They're amphibious. All right. You've read uh, the story. Okay, you know this? what? Fine. If you, if you kill a deep one, level up, do you suddenly gain, like, insane eyesight? Because I was your eyeballs say. are suddenly fucking huge. Yeah. Or, or do I have, like, huge, fat, blubbery lips? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, like, again, if, I, if I'm going to play a badass from the future, I want to make a badass and keep him and not, like, oh, well, yeah, we, we ran into some ghouls and now, no, like, I stink. Ghoul. Now I have Shit. B.O. I don't, I, this also does not help with the fact that we don't have an, an availability to the rules. Because yeah. I don't want them, one, and two. <laughs> yeah, and no. two, it's just, like, I don't, I don't know what... <sighs> I, it's it's a good answer to your questions of like, what the fuck are we supposed to expect here? Like, what is the what is gameplay like supposed to be? I, I, I Cthulhu, <laughs> but shit. Yes, <laughs> that's all I can expect, right? Like, okay, so because like basically it's just it's like ten percent horror not even because not even. you're like a cybernetic badass from the future 10 percent horror 90 percent hack and slash i don't That's know about it. i don't know about you but when you give me a gun in a horror game i immediately feel less scared yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's it's not a horror game after a certain point it's just a shooting gallery but you can still of, make it you yeah. can make it scary absolutely it's just that it becomes a different kind of horror. Yeah, the, yes. and the way that you keep it scary is you make the gun to be laughably ineffective, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, would lend itself well to, you know, unfathomably horrible and evil great ones. But, you know, yeah, I guess not hey, man, so Apparently we can racism. fathom, so... Yeah. I, okay, like, let's... 
I'll, I'll use an example that I know that is both um, good with its atmosphere and also um, you have that empowerment. Dead Space. Mm. Dead Space is a, is a horror game. It's a survival horror game. Yes. And you have a gun and it's effective, yep. but you still have that fear of of the the atmosphere of the the ship because mm-hmm. everything is yes. in there you know it it takes a lot of shots to put something down if you don't know exactly how to put them down the, it's yes. it's a lot of really good elements that go together that make that work and make I remember, it both empowering um, and scary i remember the first play the first time i played dead space 2 um there's one part in the very beginning of the game where Mm. there's like a um there's like a pipe that's containing like coolant and Mm. as you're walking down the hallway one of the scripted events is it like kind of bursts behind you that's right and it like makes a really loud clank sound and i first played dead space 2 at 2 a.m in the morning uh, with, uh, like, I hate it. Oh, that. stop. Like, Wait, I need oh, to... Don't say I, 2 a.m. in the morning, please. Oh, God, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. You just said the same thing twice. I hate you. I did. I did. So ah. there I am, 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and and uh, that, that loud clank uh, behind you. And mm. I'm like, I'm really getting immersed in the atmosphere. And as soon as I heard that, like... I must have like spun 720 degrees. Totally. Like, as Because I'm like, what the fuck? Having played the first one, that was an indication yes. of an enemy coming, right? And so yes. I immediately turned around and was like, there's an enemy. Oh, there's no enemy, right? But it, mm-hmm. it does the same thing of like, you're, you're mm-hmm. so trained to like go, oh, fuck, what's that? At that point, it's like, oh, there's nothing there. You gave me a little fright. Another one of the things that Dead Space. Oh, sorry. Uh, hang on. I'm lagging really bad. Uh-oh. Uh, okay. Well, I, I don't know if you guys can hear me too. Can you hear me? Can hear yeah, you. You're fine. Okay. Um, one of the things that Dead Space did really well as well, and something that Cthulhu does really well, is um, there are enemies in Dead Space. Like I, I don't know about the third one. I never played the third one. I know that in Dead Space one and two, there are enemies that are really, really frightening in concept alone Mm. one of the ones that sticks out the most is uh it's this weird fucking thing where basically it's just a collection of skulls that have like these weird tendrils coming out the bottom of them like it's a spinal cord oh yeah they walk around they walk around they like tie their tendrils together and they walk around in this really vaguely creepy humanoid shape and then once you uh, once you shoot them enough, they break apart. And enemies in Dead Space have these really unique finishers. And this enemy in particular, what it does is it can grapple you and like wrap its tentacles around it around your throat. And that and if that attack kills you before you can get it off, the thing literally slices through your neck, throws your head off to the side, and fucking shoves its tentacles down into your fucking spinal cord. And yeah. like latches its head, its creepy yeah. tentacle head onto it's yours, so and start. Good. It takes control of your body. Yeah, it it's does what a, what a flood infection form does in Halo. Exactly, because um, they canonically like burrow themselves in the chest of whatever they're inhabiting, and then they like extend yeah. their legs and feelers out through the limbs, mm-hmm. and they essentially puppeteer, and that's what a flood combat form is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. It's, and so just that alone, just the th the thought of what that can is what's could happen. Just mm -hmm. that alone is really creepy. Let yes. alone the way the enemy looks and acts and attacks you and any sounds that it makes. Just the thought of that is horrifying. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Even if you have a gun safety blanket. Yes. Yeah. And so like the original point is that you know, getting a gun makes it less scary, but you, there is ways to to make it scary, but also have a gun. The problem here is that apparently, one, the apocalypse has already happened, and we're just sending them back to the point where the apocalypse has already happened, so we might as yep. well just not send them because, back. Because fuck saving people. Yeah. Because fuck saving people. Apparently, mm -hmm. we just want to save ourselves in the future, and mm -hmm. also yeah. we are... But they're, but they're not racist, so they don't <laughs> want to save everybody. <laughs> yes. Um, and so... <laughs> And so we're we're kitted out to the point that we're prepared for this, right? We're prepared, mm -hmm. one, two, we understand and adapt and take the power of these creatures. Mm -hmm. it, it does not make sense. I mean, hey, nope. Great Old One is a pact. I, yes, and, but, and D &D. well, we can get into D&D &D and stuff because there is actually a, a point that I want to make with D&D &D at some point here, but... Yeah. um. The um, the... maybe maybe a shotgun is your uh one d ten Eldritch blast. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, so it was interesting seeing things like this, where you have the people who are literally they even self proclaim they have mental issues, and they're like, "This is condescending as fuck," because it is. It's also horrible yeah. as an implication that insanity is mental illness. Yeah. Um. There were also people, like the tweet that I posted before, um, that I replied to. Uh, let me post this again, just in case. So we have, <clears throat> we have in uh, response to them saying there are no sanity rules. Um, it says, "What's amazing is that the tweet says you can play with insanity rules if you want to. It's not just not a requirement. Uh, it's from Datfire Princess." And people are just jumping at the chance to be the biggest mad possible. Uh, we're continuing. Black Hat. We're going to include some guidelines on how to do that respectfully. People, how dare you tell me how to play my game? Me, do you all know what guidelines mean? Which, first, is just disingenuous. That's not what people are saying at all. But, okay. Um, this is then replied by uh, Man of Tears. Then why even make the game based on Lovecraft's work if you hate the guy and you need two separate trigger warnings in the preamble and work around to try and enjoy it? Uh, replying to that, uh, Fire Princess says, The idea that you have to go mad the moment you run into freaky stuff is not even accurate to Lovecraft's writing. It's literally a thing Chaosium made up for the RPG to keep your stats in peril. Womp womp. They then say stuff about pedantics of, I don't know what um, Chaosium is the moment you run into freaky stuff, all that. But anyway, anyway, it's the main point is um, the creators of Call of Cthulhu are apparently the ones that implemented uh, people going mad when they see the thing, more or less the idea that you became become insane at the mere sight of them isn't actually canon to the original Lovecraftian mythos. It's just something that was added and accepted as the fact by the social consciousness of which I went, got my book went to look at Dagon mm -hmm. and put in this quote. 
Then suddenly I saw it. With only a slight churning to mark its rise to the surface, the thing slid into view above the dark waters. Vast, polyphemus-like, and loathsome. It darted like a stupendous monster of nightmares to the monolith about which it flung its gigantic scaly arms the while uh, it bowed its hideous head and gave vent to certain measured sounds. I think I went mad there. Of my frantic ascent to the, of the slope and cliff and of my delirious journey back to the stranded boat, I remember little. And it continues on describing the main character's actions, all being of madness. Please read the works. <laughs> Because, apparently, this person has not read that, and, again, I even tweeted later saying, um, in the Dunwich Horror, um, there are the three, the three professors, I'm sorry, two professors and doctor who, and they um, use the powder, who use the powder, who are preparing themselves to the point to fight, face, um, the thing, the Dunwich Horror, um, (laughs) they go and they do that, and it shows itself for a second, and, um, uh, Curtis Waitley on the hill looking through the telescope at the time when it is shown he immediately drops it he starts babbling he's going he he gets he doesn't go completely insane sure but he gets to the point of he babbles incoherently well not he babbles vaguely about what it looks like and then goes unconscious because he can't handle it and whereas the three who had gone into the the actual encounter had prepared themselves had quote unquote rolled a wisdom save which is something i want to get into as well rolled a wisdom save and actually were able to defeat the thing right yes so there are instances yes of things not immediately um not immediately putting people on their asses and and driving them insane but they were preparing because they knew about the threat that's more the reason there's also like um the music of eric zahn Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. the dude hears the melody and essentially goes on like a trip yes and what he sees in his trip drives him insane yes so like hearing them or hearing like their music can drive you insane absolutely there's uh there's pikmin's model wherein at least i think it was in pikmin's model where there's that artist who's always drawing darker and darker things yes Uh, and eventually he finds out that like the demon standing in the corner of the room was actually a photograph uh, mm-hmm. And he goes insane from that and gets like a morphine addiction mm-hmm. um, or morphine and laudanum to like try to get himself to even be able to sleep. Exactly. Um, there's, I think, it, I forget what the name of the story is, but it's when that guy goes to Egypt um, and he gets carried off and like dropped down a hole under the pyramids. Oh, yeah. Um, ah, God, let me, it's, um, keep, keep going, it, yeah yeah um and at the end of it he sees uh like a huge litany of things that are like honking and beeping and like screeching as they go on like a parade and that alone sends him to madness and then Mm -hmm. as he's like fleeing the pyramid and uh like through the pitch black like just trying to do whatever he can to get out of there he sees like uh them sacrificing something Mm -hmm. 
to I think it's the king in yellow is the, the I one the pyramid. think so because I think that you're talking it's, it's, about it's under Hast the pyramids. Yes, That's the story. Uh, yeah. It's 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 Hastur, right? Yeah, 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 I think so. Oh, and yeah. he sees like a huge, gigantic arm that's like the size of like a school bus reach out and like yeah. grab something yeah. and then yank it back into a crevice to eat it. And like, Seems... I believe when he sees that, that's when he like flips out for good, and he's like, I don't even remember how I got out the pyramid. Exactly. Um, which is like a very lovecraft literary device of like uh typically a human would probably just die in the pyramids but yes. they make it out because <laughs> there is a story that needs to be told yes 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 yeah exactly. it is itself a flaw in his writing yes oh absolutely. um but but like hey um it's still effective yeah yeah and again, um, this is and, this... and it helps drive home the madness of yes. Yeah, I saw this thing, and then my brain stopped. Exactly. That's that's yeah. the point. It's it's not. And so, I'm sorry, uh, Phoenix Queen or whatever the fuck that fire mm -hmm. princess. You just don't. You just haven't read the work. That's just this what does... you've proven to me. Um, yeah. yeah. This but... does not spark joy. <laughs> it does not. Um, <laughs> but so it, it, it's. <sighs> I just just read the work if you're going to adapt something. Understand what you're going to try to use. I don't I don't yeah. see why this was the way it is. I just don't. Um there were several things of of people going um and and saying, "Hey, not everybody it, you shouldn't have to just roll a wisdom save to to not do this." And I okay. So Let's talk about because we have this in D and D as well. We have we have um, saving throws, right? Mm -hmm, we have yes. rolls that we make. They serve a purpose. They are meant to show, in a in a random sense, of whether or not you can get by with something, right? Depends for example, on. Yes. Say you're walking. Sorry, I I don't. No, no, no. Go for it. Absolutely. Just to illustrate it well. Say you are walking down a dark tunnel, and all of a sudden you hear a rumbling up above. Make a dexterity save. You fail your save. Well, there's a rock that falls on you. You weren't ready for that. Or say you're walking down that dark tunnel and you hear rumbling, but you're in a dark tunnel and you're kind of and you're alert to the fact because you're not often in a dark tunnel where things might be lurking. You hear that rumble. You roll your dexterity save and you make it. You were alert. You dodge out of the way of that rock falling. That is what a save is. Yes, it, it is supposed to represent how prepared you are for the situation. Yes. Um, in, in this specific sense. And it can be applied to any skill, anything like that. Um, mm -hmm. Not just a save, right? Um, yes. And so people that are saying, well, you're just rolling a wisdom save that represents you being able to look upon this thing and not instantly go and say, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, and just start going insane, right? It's supposed to represent the your steeled mind that you can just uh, look at something or or experience something and not immediately just go to your knees yes 
it, it has a purpose. So just going, well, you just roll a wisdom save. It's not that you're just doing that. You can also have your DM, GM, keeper, anyone keeper. then narrate. I, I know what I'm saying is in general for all tabletop. Um, yeah. it, it, you can have them narrate the scene so that it represents what that it, you you actually hear what that represents right like you just yes. did with rolling the dexterity save you were more alert when you succeed so you don't get hit by the rock exactly. there is a purpose behind this and just going uh, wisdom save it, it, that's not you it's again disingenuous you don't understand the system yeah. like it it is for all intents and purposes a game I think also part of the reason why they um have may have removed uh wisdom saves is probably because uh they're a bit more in depth to implement in the fate system than D20. Oh, I'm sure. Um they, it doesn't quite lend itself as easily. I I actually know nothing it, about the fate not, system, so that's me neither. It's fair, fairly bare bones as far as a system is concerned. Let's learn. Um, huh. well, this actually helps with the point, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and that's actually there. There's a point I had written down um, when I was uh, ruminating on this last night, um, and it was mainly that uh, Evil Hat Productions. Uh, I'm just going to kind of read what I have uh, mm -hmm. written down. Yeah. Um, Evil Hat Productions decrying of I hate Lovecraft because of his racism is valid. Uh, he was a racist, which is repulsive in its own right. Uh, but just because he was racist doesn't mean um, that there is inherently a flaw with Call of Cthulhu. Um, yes. Primarily because, and I'm not sure if they've quite connected the, the dots on this, but the fact that first edition was made in 1981 and HPL died in 1837. Um, right. And if they were, you know, perhaps let that marinate in their minds for a bit they'd figure out he didn't make the rpg um yeah and to my knowledge there are no mentions of people of color being inferior yes. by mr peterson or by chaosium i don't uh, there's so. no racial mechanic in nope. any of the editions <laughs> as far as i know nope um, i need to implement that <laughs> So, please, no. please don't. No, I won't. I won't. But yeah, that I was gonna say. Really funny. <laughs> to be fair, D and D does it. So I mean, yeah, I know, yeah. So D and D is the racist. That's a um, ugh, that's a whole other thing. Anyway, go but on. like their oh, their misappropriation of guilt makes their standpoint of I dislike HPL. So thus is uh, tabletop our play uh, tabletop role playing game based on his work is inherently flawed is void. Um, yeah, exactly. What's more, they're crying and screaming of Call of Cthulhu is racist and should be done away with, while also announcing your game, which is derivative on the IP. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it too, man. Yeah, no. you can't. Um, it's so... Either say it's racist and do away with it, or say, hey guys, Cthulhu's cool, I made a game that's really atypical of the genre as a whole, take a look at it maybe. There we go. Um, and then be open you, to criticism. Yeah, because that would st a lot of criticism still going to come through. Yes. Um. Because again, and I don't know if it's been illustrated by us literally 
being very upset about all of this and saying what yeah. Lovecraft is, what this whole, what it actually represents. But we we expect something when we hear Lovecraftian. When yes. we hear something is is based on Lovecraft, we ex- everyone expects something. Sure, you can subvert that, but you don't just subvert it and say, "Well, that's just better," because it's it's not. It it does it. There's more to it than that. I, you can't just subvert and say this is better because no more racism when. Other things have done it without racism. Oh no, I think I've lost everyone. Oh no. Oh god. Ah. Hello? Hello? Oh, hello? Is this. Is everything okay? Is everybody dead? Am I going to have to change the region? Oh boy. I can't wait for this to... For them to be able to hear me and for me to be able to hear them. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to change the region. Let's change it to... Let's change it to Singapore. How's that? Everything better. Oh, thank fuck. Oh, hello. Welcome back. Okay, so, yeah, this whole time I couldn't hear you. I've changed the region to Singapore, so hopefully that helped. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the nice thing about actual, like, private calls, is that you can change the region and maybe fix things. Um, Mm -hmm. Alright. So, now we're all connected to Singapore. So, sorry, um, Um, I was- I don't know how much you heard me, um... I I was mid-sentence when call cut out for me so i don't think i heard yeah. you say anything okay yeah i was just i was just talking about how we expect something with lovecraft yeah that's what i would that's what i heard when we hear lovecraftian we expect a certain thing yes yeah um yeah the last point i had made was um them taking uh the literal worst route and seeing call of cthulhu is a big bad because of my racism despite yes. it not being made by racists is a real exactly. bad take it's very strange. It's incredibly strange. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then saying, oh, Cthulhu is bad. We should get rid of it. Oh, by the way, buy my game. Otherwise, you're a racist. Is Yeah, it's the hallmark of an incredibly stupid person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very. I like, don't understand. I've, I've never once seen Evil Hat Productions make a single post about Mark Twain. Um, yes, Mark Twain. That's right. But, we were talking about this. Yeah, yeah, because Huckleberry Finn is literally a book about a slave running away. Um, a slave, by the way, of N-Word Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, and Huck Finn just kind of joining him for the ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a quote I found wherein they're trying to find another slave that's hidden. Mm-hmm. And they're like... Oh yeah, no, I saw someone take a bowl of food into that shed and there I thought he was feeding a dog and they're like, he wasn't feeding a dog, you know how I know? And the mm. slave's like, How how's you know? And then the kid's like, because he's bringing a slice of watermelon in there. Uh, and I'm like, oh bud. Ooh, oh, bud. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And I'm just pulling my shirt a little bit there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, uh, EHP picked a hell of a time to selectively take a stand on racism, especially when it profits them. I was gonna say, yeah, there's, if you're gonna have this standard, why not have the standard all the time for everything? It's the, yeah. it's the problem with all of this now culture of now we have to be very PC about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everything is affected. Cancel which, culture, PC culture. Yes, which leads me into this article. It's a continuation of this whole discussion because it actually says and praises um oh god fucking evil hat because um, oh it's vice oh vice vice it's vice (laughs) they're they're the reason why i knew about this because somebody was like vice what the fuck (laughs) um so yeah i'm not gonna go over too much of it but the headline itself is just amazing how tabletop rpgs are being reclaimed from bigots and jerks Oh boy, I'm so happy that we're we're reclaiming it from all of the bigots and the jerks. Uh, the The most prominent thing here is that it talks about. Let's see, it was later on, I think. Uh, somewhere in here they say something about Call of Cthulhu and D and D, uh, being <laughs> being reclaimed. <laughs> Um, oh god where is it actually I can fucking search um oh not in fucking discord uh it's not under it's dungeon there it is okay uh yeah okay so it's very strange um okay so they don't they don't okay Let's be fair. They don't say exactly about um, D&D being racist, but there's implications here. Not all tabletop RPGs carry the same emotional weight, and there's a big difference between running a group of friends through Storm King's Thunder in Dungeons & Dragons and running through an apocalyptic horror game like Fate of Cthulhu. Games like Fate of Cthulhu, Vampire the Masquerade, and Numenera are edgier than their high fantasy counterparts, and that's part of the appeal. The mature themes are built in and aren't always used emphatically or sorry empathetically by players and storytellers consent warnings are coming into vogue in these games and are long overdue given the mature themes and tendency to push players into uncomfortable places okay so let's okay let's talk about this a little bit yeah i i don't know if you know this but it is your choice whether or not you play a game in the first place Yes. It is your choice whether or not you stick around with something that you're uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. It is also your choice to go up to the dungeon master and say, what is, or sorry, dungeon master, game master, keeper, and say, what are we going to be dealing with? Is there anything that's, mm, you know, a little bit more on the yeah. edgy side? Right. Part of session zero is invariably supposed to be part Laying of the GM's responsibility is to lay out expectations. Yes. 
Um, like, and I'd... to talk with your players one on one and say, is there anything that you would like to see not mentioned at all in this campaign? Absolutely. There is no, it's, there is it's no one. To any session zero. There is no one who is going to be there saying, you have to play this. You have yeah, to DMs, participate in this. Yeah, yeah. And the DMs who do that are bad DMs, and yes. you should leave their group. Exactly. That's, yes. And that is, that is something that you can do. Right? Like, there, you don't need an article or somebody else to say, you should, you should leave that group if you're feeling uncomfortable. You shouldn't need us to say yeah no you shouldn't you shouldn't look to us and go well what if this right i mean you can and we'll probably all say you should leave the group find a better group mm -hmm. find you know mm -hmm. something more enjoyable for you to do yeah. like absolutely case Fucking... scenario join mine right like yeah <laughs> i'm you know we're all pretty pretty cool i would say yeah <laughs> mm. <laughs> um <laughs> but but we we understand that People are people, and not everything is going to mesh with everybody. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I've not been around to see the previous, like, 16 to, like, 24 years of, like, life that has been lived by all of my players. Right. Uh, as such, if there is something traumatic that has happened in their past, that they have, like understandably not made public to everyone if they don't want to like they can totally like play those cards a little like closer mm -hmm. totally within their rights and if they're like hey bud i would really like if like the concept of like insert whatever trigger right here comes up yeah um I would, a big would appreciate it if that were like not a thing, and I'll be like, "Cool," and it won't be a thing. Yeah, no, and totally. that's something that like every DM should hopefully do. And by saying, "Oh, we've removed, uh, we've added a content warning and a consent form," yeah, and your blood type, <laughs> right, um, <laughs> to like your player sheet, and you have to have this, otherwise. That player did not consent to playing that game is ludicrous. It's so um, strange. And what what strikes me too is as the DM who is probably going to be the one reading this module the most, um it's kind of on you to know, mm -hmm. oh hey, my player player A might not like this player b might not like, like that i'll do th uh, this and this to change that and r it should not be on the game developer to say uh we've made things pg for you yes exactly it I should <sighs> it should be on the dm to change the module as they see fit I... in order to create a wholesome experience for everyone at the table i very much do not enjoy the idea of censorship I personally yeah. hate that shit so much, mm. and that's why I don't like, I don't like this whole YouTube thing of like I, you can't this, swear and shit. In fairness, this is not censorship. No, no, this, no. This I know. Is... I, I, it, that's fair. I, I'm talking about. I guess I'm more referring to the greater effect of this PC culture, 
um, which includes censorship, but it also includes taking it, it's kind of it's very strange. I would say it is kind of censorship in the sense that they have taken insanity and they have censored it to the point of it not being a thing anymore. Like they have taken that and yeah. they have they have completely overwritten it with something else to take it out. Right. Um, sure. They have the guidelines and stuff. That is, I guess. So it's still in there, I guess. But I don't know what they consider to be respectful play of that. Right. Um. Yeah, no, like, this This is uh, also, that's still not censorship. Censorship is when the government itself says you cannot put this in. Um, There's... This, this, this would be more in the f form of, like, making the module you're playing baby food. I don't really know what the term is for that, but censorship is a very niche uh, definition. Mm, let me look at this definition of censorship. Mm-hmm. The suppression or prohibition of any parts of books, films, news, etc. that are considered obscene, politically unacceptable, or a threat to security. That's it. Not government at all. There we go. Oh, I thought it had to be specifically no. by the government. No, never. Oh, no. okay. It I'm, is totally, totally censorship. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> okay. yep. yep. they are suppressing it to a fucking high degree. They, they are completely, yeah. it's, yeah, no. Okay. They're basically saying that these they made these things and they're going on and on about how how it's like, oh, we're changing this to make it better. What that says is that if you play this way, it's good. If you play the other way, you know, the way you're normally supposed to, it's bad. Yes. Yes. And you shouldn't play that way. We don't want you to play that way because it is... it's racist, because it's offensive to people with mental illness, because yeah. blah, 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 whatever. It is very strange. Um and so, yeah. and the other thing about this is that apparently not all all tabletop RPGs carry the same emotional weight. I don't know about you, but you can make any fucking yeah. RPG emotional to the same degree. Yeah, like... You don't have to have a specific... It's almost as if these people have never made an RPG before. Well, or played one. Like, I'd, apparently the people at Vice have never played a, an emotional D&D game, right? Like... I can yeah, I can tell you really for a fact. They must have shit DMs and shit players. Right? To like call back to our first thing, critical role is fucking emotional. Yes. Yes. It can be fucking like actually emotional at times. And that's D&D. Yeah. &D. It's not inherently written into it, but you can <laughs> it depends on your DM and shit. Oh no, what has he found? Oh god, what now? <laughs> I, I just decided to go on on uh, Evil Hat Productions um, like website and start browsing yeah. it to see what else they've made. Yeah. Um, and just going down the homepage, um, oh, we have um, oh, there's a Fate of Cthulhu uh, character. Sheet. Um, oh, that's helpful. Uh, Fate of Cthulhu downloads. Uh, the second one is Girl by Moonlight uh, Media. Um, actual play and interviews. Okay. Um, the third entry is Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Oh, um, what? <laughs> uh, cross swords and fall in love as an angsty disaster lesbian in any setting where swords clash and hearts race. What? Wait, what is this? Okay, a... then. Um, Wait. <laughs> Demi-Humans, a game about magical people sustaining a community in the face of extinction. Seems so, kind of racist. So wait, um, so what you're trying to do with Fate <laughs> of Cthulhu, but now, but in a different uh, thing? Oh, man. 
That's that's weird. Hold on. Hold on. So Here's... creative. I, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Here's the link to Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Yeah, All right. I see yes. Thirsty Swords Lesbian. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate your link. See, this is this strange. Is, uh, this sounds interesting to me. Now in play test. <laughs> Ooh, nine. <my. laughs> oh, nine. hey, 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 hey. Just so you know, the eighteen and up. Oh, yeah, so, oh 13. It is. Oh, okay, God. okay. Best day of their lives, the Constellation Festival. Oh my God, real. The sort the Hispians uh, of the three work, houses. World building worksheet for custom scenarios. World Guys. building worksheet for custom scenarios, including best day of their wives, the Constellation Festival, Gal, Gal Paladins. What? Ugh. And my personal favorite, Sword Lesbians of the Three Houses. They literally ripped off Fire Emblem Nintendo! Three Houses. Fire Emblem, really? Wow. <laughs> well, it's Fire Emblem Three Houses. How could oh it my not God. be? Do you, do you Dude, guys make any the three games houses, where you're not... They're full of lesbians. Do you <laughs> make... Do you guys actually make any games where you don't rip off other... Like this is, again, this is alleged. We don't know the actual contents, <laughs> but like, actually, though, that's also, very strange. Also, nine character types: uh, beast, chosen, devoted, infamous, nature witch, scoundrel, seeker, spooky witch, and trickster. Yeah. So the D and D classes. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know, man. I oh no. So let's just I just I, their, their credibility just went through the roof. Uh, yeah, dude, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so fucking horny right now. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> oh fuck me, man. God. Oh man. I just I okay. So yeah. Um, those are three words I did not figure I'd see associated with each other this week. <laughs> Now I need to make a guild in my D and D world called Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Damn it is a, it's a really good. It's a, it's very good for something. Right. Just, just um, make absolutely sure they're not racist. Yeah, you can't. Yep. Just don't let them be. Um, <laughs> all right, we're getting off track okay. here. We're getting off track. Um, um, EHP has made a statement. Um, another. If you one? don't like the politics included in our games don't buy them we literally do not want your money we are that's committed right to diverse and inclusive gaming we're not perfect yep. but we're trying it's what that tells me is i'm diversity. free to yeah. obtain the game myself yeah um through a method that i will not reveal publicly but i will say <laughs> begins with p and ends with irit <laughs> mm-hmm <laughs> All right, all right. Let's look at this character sheet. Actually, this has become something I need to look at. Here we go. Ugh. Oh, what is this? High concept. Oh, okay. So this is D and D shit. Um, regular stunts, corruption stunts. What does that mean? Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Oh, now. There we go. Hello. Yeah. Um. Also, for any um people who were going to fact check the whole huckleberry finn thing uh the um mention of, of the um of jim being imprisoned is uh in chapter 34 there you go um okay <laughs> so they have they have a will skill 
on this character mm-hmm. sheet. Okay. Uh-huh. Why would you have that? If I it shouldn't I guess be... I guess it'd probably be for like damage calculation. I uh, I no, this is a skill. This is a skill. Oh. 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 Yeah. yeah, it's a skill. Um so you know how you you usually like um do those for I don't know, going insane. I don't know, man. I know that they have the elements in there, but why would they? I don't know. They also have fucking mental stress. So apparently, I don't know. When you get too stressed, you just nothing. Die. Right. <laughs> like consequences you have here are mild, moderate, severe, mild. I'm oh, sorry. Oh yeah, it has mild twice. Why does it have mild twice? What the fuck? Um, Ugh. mild, moderate, and severe. Right. So. Yeah. What's the con- what are the consequences that you can get if your mental health gets stressed? It's literally mental health, by the way, uh, that is getting stressed. What what are you, what is the? I, God, I, can we talk about something that's not as fucking retarded as these people? <laughs> I'm getting I know to that we point. Have, I know we have to talk about it and get the word out, but fuck's sake, I know. Oh, I'm so sick of hearing all these stu- all this stupid shit. I know. <laughs> Can we talk about something fun? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you guys. I'm having a blast. Uh, oh, I'm having fun. It's just, it is it is grating after a while. It is. It's draining. Yes, I understand. All right. Okay. Well, let's. Oh, um... <laughs> we can keep going. It's just. Oh. No, no, no. It's fine. Um. I don't. I think we. I think we've said our piece. I think we're good at this point. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's yeah. any more points about this specifically um, that we need to. I, th- I would hope like, it would damn. be fairly clear to any listeners out there the inherent issues with this. I, I. Yeah. And if again, if you if you need us to clarify, leave comments or you know find us somewhere. Shit. <sighs> Wait, Did we actually wait. get comments on the first video? No, we haven't. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> why? Why does it say for the playtime uh, of Fate of Cthulhu is two to eight hours? I don't know. I really don't. I'm guessing. I would assume that's two to eight hours per session. I I wouldn't make that assumption because I don't think they understand. I really don't. Yeah. Apparently, a campaign is not a thing. I I. I don't know. Oh, man. okay then. <laughs> I I don't know. I just can't. I can't. The There's Cthulhu. Shoot him. <laughs> right. This I... seems like a, this. This seems like a m- m- module. Mm-hmm. Um. That is being advertised as, as like a whole system. Well, yeah, yeah, a whole system. You can you can do that though. Yeah. That is something you can do because I know um the the Warhammer 40k Dark Heresy thing that I have has module included with the rules and stuff um like okay. for the system itself so which we should play at some point because i want to shoot some fucking bolters <laughs> um i'd be down ever play a warhammer game purge some heresy yeah 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 exactly all right okay so yeah let's let's move on from this stupid absolutely horrible thing Mm-hmm. And let's talk about 
in general. Let's talk about generality of um, tabletop stuff in media. Huh? Let's let's do that. Oh boy. Okay. Maybe. I'm gonna go. From, I'm going to go from mad to mad again. Yes, I I would love to because you had you had your things as well, which is yep. which is mm -hmm. fun. I I would love to know is that a something that we can do and watch together? Um, that video yeah. that you have. Oh, absolutely, we can. Yep. Okay. Fuck yeah. Sweet. I'm excited because uh, I have not seen this and I want to. Um, yeah, me... I'll, I'll get a watch together made. No, I've got my watch together already open and shit. Uh, oh, perfect. I have uh, my official table talk watch together. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Branded. Uh, I like it. Yeah, exactly. Can All we right. get it with the color scheme of Thirsty Sword Lesbians? Uh, you know, I actually Cause... could change the color scheme a little bit if I wanted to. Because, like no joke actually that that purple with like the pink and orange is like my aesthetic it's really good honestly yeah. it's, <laughs> it's a shame how it's used but it's good all it right seems, so yeah and, and yeah in all uh likelihood also um thirsty sword lesbians maybe a good game um could be seems like it'd be a, a fun little romp to take not too seriously yeah. It just when yeah. that's sort of advertised on your main page as like this is us. It's like right. <laughs> it says something about your company. Um okay, right. so I've put the um, watch together in in there. Uh if you want to post the link to the thing. <laughs> I can set okay. that. Well, it is it is a Twitter Apologies, video. By the way. Okay. There we go. There we go. And there we go. And See if yeah. that works. Oi. Oh boy! Alrighty. Dungeons and Dragons is not just for a bunch of beardy boys in a basement. It's for everybody and anybody. A sentiment that I think has been pretty much held by most of the D and D community for the past twenty years. But yes, you know, yeah. it's been very inclusive let's, for a long time. Let's find out, shall we? Right. So, uh... no offense, but Dungeons and Dragons isn't just for nerds anymore. Wow, it's so loud and blown out. Yeah, that. It's not just for a bunch of beardy boys in a basement. It's for everybody and anybody. It's so social. <laughs> the most social game you have to play, in fact. All you need is a few friends and a dungeon master or game master to kind of run mm. the game and tell you your story. It's this wonderful escapism from real life, like acting or writing, but you're doing it as a group. And it can be really good for people with anxiety, oh, wow. yeah, socializing really issues, loud. mobility issues, to kind of play somebody else and experiment with their personality. Sure. It's got its problems, like most games, to be honest, with diversity and inclusion. I don't. Um, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. Let's let's give her the full the full time. We can give okay. her sixty seconds. <laughs> Groups out there working on it. There's teams out there working on it, and like even the creators are working on it. It's what's made most of my friends in life. My That's first good. game master I met through D and D. My best friend, like basically all of my friends, and. My partner Charlie. Dungeon Dragons isn't just for nerds, and to be honest, it never has been. That's my opinion. What do you think? Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. So I need I need to drag it back. I need mm -hmm. to to Go get it, it back here. To I need to hear. I need to hear that part again. Um, about its problem. Like most yeah, games, to be honest, with inclusivity with apparently and inclusion, but there's groups yeah. out there working on it. There's teams out there. Okay, so so there's no there's no example. First off, 
You've given me nothing to go off for an example, right? You've just said. And apparently I'm supposed to just trust that this is the fact because you're the BBC. Um, yeah. Secondly, it's apparently very bad at diversity and inclusion, and yet you have made so many friends because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As as well as her partner. So as well as as well as your partner, Charlie. I'm so happy for both of you. Um. Yep. Mazeltov. Mazeltov. Um. So how is it hard to be included? How? How? I don't. So, give me reasons yeah. other than just <laughs> stating them. You've just said things without giving me anything, like I've said, to work on. You've given me no references. No. You've given me nothing. Yeah, Boo, I'm sorry. You were like, can we talk about something fun? I'm getting angry, but like... <laughs> yeah, we're just going into more stuff. Well, we'll get, we'll get into some more fun stuff you for know, like portrayal in the media, but anyway. I oh, do no, 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 have... that's fine. But yeah, yeah. like, it... I don't like... God damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've played the game, so I know what's wrong with this. Yeah. Like, oh, so, Christ. So this kind of... The only reason why D&D has quote-unquote problems with inclusivity and diversity is because the majority of good D&D games where you meet people are amongst groups of close friends. Yes. That's the only reason. If you're having a in-person game, you don't just invite everybody you know to come play D&D with you. And the only time where that happens is if you do a DM's Guild game, or whatever it is. Exactly. Or a... Uh, Adventures League, I think uh, it is. What is it? Yeah, that's it. D&D yeah. Adventures League. And then those are... Those can be fine, sure. but you're not going to have the same... You're not going to have that same level of, like, personal connection. You know, Absolutely. because you're a bunch of strangers gathering around a table rolling dice. You're not friends chatting about how your week was or mm-hmm. in rolling dice, laughing at botches, laughing at crits. You're having you know, your little side conversations of in-jokes and shit. Yeah, having in-jokes and shit like that. Talking yeah. about, mm-hmm. like, making pl- your character making plans with another character to, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, stiff some merchant or something like right. that. There, there's not going to be any of that because you're not in that friendly group you don't you you don't interact on a daily basis what what and so there's no problem with inclusivity it's just the nature of that type of game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that the the nature of it's kind of board games as a whole has a problem with inclusivity (laughs) sorry yeah yeah because i mean yes while games of like pickup do exist Mm -hmm. um you will never have that same chemistry and that sort of of well-oiled team machine aspect uh as you would in a pickup game as you would with your friends who you've known forever um i there's something there's something else that bothers me um it's a little later um yeah okay so friends and my partner charlie Uh dungeon dragons isn't just for nerds and to be honest it never has been okay so, I I agree that it isn't just for nerds, but aren't you a nerd yes. if you play D&D? Yes. 
Yeah, so, you're also a nerd if you play fantasy football. I was gonna say yes. Is, so aren't aren't everybody nerds? Yes. No. Yeah. Th- yes. That 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 is uh, actually there is a follow up uh, video to this, Ooh. um, that I do have. Okay. It is from uh, a channel called The Quartering, um, oh, which okay, yeah. has also has some of his own flack, um, as a whole. Um, you know, a lot of people ask. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, a beardy boy himself. <laughs> um, uh, wherein he responds to this, and one of the things uh, he said is something that I personally agree with, and it's that if you are willing to sit in a room with your friends and crunch numbers mm-hmm. and communally imagine uh, an open-ended game, mm-hmm. you are a nerd. Oh, totally. Yeah. There's nothing bad with being a nerd. No. Uh, it it doesn't mean that, oh, because I play D&D with some buds of mine on Sunday, I have, like, big old glasses with, like, a roll of tape in the middle and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not um, the stereotype. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's, frankly, not valid. I think this the stereotype has been around for so long, but it's never, it's never been... I mean, it has been the case, I guess, that's because that's why the stereotype was invented, right? Because mm-hmm. it's used yeah. to generalize a group of people. Um, yes. But, but it's, it's grown so much since then, obviously, <laughs> right? Like, when you say somebody's a nerd, they look like just a person, right? Yeah. You just go and you mm-hmm. say, that's a human, right? Like, that's... That's all you say. I mean, you can you the label of a nerd just lets you know their their traits of I enjoy fantasy, I enjoy, you know, certain yeah. things. That's all it is now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't that's very strange. That's very um so there's actually a very similar uh, point to this uh in the video. Um do you, you have a time code for this or do you want to like, because I know this this guy does good videos, um, so I don't want to like just take his content, like, you know, um, but yeah, let's. I guess uh, we'll start. It's been it's been like a month since I've seen the video sure, last. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, I, d- I don't really have any particular time codes. I so aggressively defend a lot of the narrative that is around geek culture. The absolute baloney sausage concept of gatekeeping and that the gaming community whether it's D or it was magic the gathering is somehow not accepting of everybody from every background <laughs> there is this gigantic straw man these days that it is some sort of thing that people are being kept out of and it's a problem because that's just not the case. That was mm-hmm. never the case. The people that mm-hmm. played Magic the Gathering and people that played D&D that I've known my entire life have always been the most accepting, the most kind, the most compassionate people I've ever known. Mm-hmm. And the idea that they're anything but is something that infuriates me. It was the concept that really led to a lot of issues for me with the Magic the Gathering higher-ups because they would constantly be promoting articles about toxic males and magic and gatekeeping and all these mysterious problems that 
never existed until they became popular. These are the same people that made fun of us when we were kids are now coming around and acting like they're not allowed to play. That's never been. Oh, did somebody leave the room? Uh, boo. What? Oh, wait, no. I'm still here. Okay, yeah, no, it it just, the the thing said that somebody left the room. Um, I, oh, I actually... Oh, I reloaded you, the page. I understand. <clears throat> um, I, okay. I do want to talk a little bit, actually, about gatekeeping. That's a, that's a strange, it's always been a strange thing to me. That's never been the case, um, of, been the um, case in my oh, entire... Uh, it's, it's always been a strange thing to me of, um it existing right like i understand the concept of the people that are so protective of what they like i guess that they mm -hmm. don't want other people to enjoy it or do it um mm -hmm. i and like he said i've i've never ever heard of anyone who has played any sort of tabletop or board game or video game? Uh, well, mm, maybe video game. It's those really annoying yeah. people. But besides that, I guess I've not heard anybody sensible going. I enjoy yeah. this. I don't want you to have the experience of enjoying it. It's a very yeah. strange narrative, and it it is it is very. Um, like he's pointed out the that now it's popular that now that it is popular um, that people are going back and saying no it's fine right and then and then saying no there was gatekeeping it's probably because you were an asshole and they didn't want to play with you <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, there, true. there are certain there are certain respects of like yeah if you're a dick and people don't want to play with you they'll say no you can't join our group but that's more because of you yeah. than it is because of the person who's saying no. Yeah, yeah. I I've never known personally. I've never known a single DM or a person who's like running any sort of like long form game. Uh, like for instance, D and D or Call of Cthulhu, mm -hmm. that has uh ever, um, like been talking to a person and the person's like. Oh yeah, I've never gotten the chance to like play games like this. Um mm -hmm. would would you mind if I maybe like sat in on a session or maybe I don't know. Um I've never known a DM to literally ever say anything other than like what do you mean sit in on a session? You can play. There there are yeah, a couple like, of occasions where I can see it happening in the sense of like you have too big yeah. a group or Yeah. yeah. Or you oh. have something that's been established for a while, and then introducing somebody new would be like disruptive to it, um, where yeah. it's like it couldn't be explained in the narrative very well, um, or it, uh, believably enough, I guess. Um, yeah, and and th and that's one of the things where like even if the players like, mm, I, I'd actually rather that just sit in and sort of like watch. I don't really think of, I don't know of anyone that I know that would have any issues with that. Oh no! Absolutely not. Yeah. At, at the at the very least, watching and like getting to learn the system and see how it like works, and from there maybe decide to make a character of their own and work on integrating their character in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, because I... the more the merrier. Yeah. Yes. Most yeah. Most 
people who I know who are DMs are literally thrilled at the prospect of introducing a new person to D and D. Yeah. Um. Because it's fun as I, hell. It's so yeah, fun. and I don't understand where this narrative of no, we've wanted to play for the last twenty years. Yeah. Uh, you just haven't let us is coming from at all. I <sighs> because. There, there's literally the whole cultural stereotype of nerds is that they're in their basement mm-hmm. uh, hanging out together and yeah. they are to be reviled for it. Exactly. That's the thing. It's it's yeah. so that it's rewriting the history for some reason, right? Like, it's just like, no, we never, no, what the fuck? We always thought you were cool. Why not hang out, right? Yeah. But it's, it's not, that's not <laughs> and, the case. Absolutely not. And also... If there's the whole like nerds versus jocks thing going right. on, what's preventing the jocks from making their own D and D game? That's yeah. Well, it's because it's yeah, nerdy. They can all make their own game. It's they don't it's... need the nerds. Which they did. That's the thing. Fantasy football. That is a thing, right? Uh, they did yeah. it. <laughs> it's very. I don't know. It's very strange. That's depending all. upon if you, the uh your. Uh, other players are making a betting pool can be very profitable. I know sure. someone who made three hundred dollars yeah. this bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a whole thing. Yeah, twenty plus years of playing games like D and D and Magic the Gathering, and just because people with short, brightly colored hair seem to think it is, maybe the problem is them and not everyone else. Now, the BBC put out a video yesterday that was disgusting because again the man that created D&D Gary Gygax is worshipped in the communities the sole reason Gen Con is a thing I am friends with his son Alex that's cool the creator of the freaking game wow okay this game has never been exclusionary in any way yet because of its popularity because of things like Stranger Things, because of things like we'll get Big Bang Theory, it gets all <laughs> oh, sorts of Oh, fucking hell. Sorry, I completely forgot Big Bang Theory existed. Oh I my wish I could. God, I forgot. <laughs> and we have to talk about that now as well. Well, we not now, really but... We don't. I mean, we have to at <laughs> we least... Actually, we actually don't. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> we actually at least have to at least mention that they... they they have put such a bad image of fucking... Oh, my God. Uh, yep. Oh, my God. Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Community yeah. and pushing <laughs> a unbelievably false narrative. This is just another one getting pushed by the BBC amongst many things. Look, D&D, as an example, is exceedingly left. Uh it's always been super inclusive, but it's run by people that I strongly dislike. So the idea that the people running the game aren't inclusive is ridiculous, especially when you have changes to the game to allow for pronouns, things in the game like demanding consent forms from people in your game, and you have this Wait. sweaty blonde lady. What? In D&D? Uh, I'm not familiar with the consent forms, uh, but I do know of uh, pronouns specifically. I believe there's a little paragraph about it. Where? Uh, in the DM. I think it's in the DM's guide. Now I. 
Okay, that I need that fact checked. <laughs> uh, let me. Is it in five E? I have the book. It would be in five E. I have the book too, but yeah, it would same. be far quicker to just Google. Yeah, just just Google uh, that, because that's very strange. I don't think it's needed if that's in there. Yeah, I I don't believe that's in the book. I wouldn't. I never. I don't remember reading anything about that. I don't either at all. I. C- I could be. I know. I know one thing that is kind of worrying is that Wizards of the Coast is forcing diversity hires instead of letting anyone who's white actually get a job there. I believe that was. Oh, good. Yeah, I, that's a that's a case of forced diversity, which is not great, and which I don't like it. Not. Yeah. That is the literal opposite of equality. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I. I. It's. It's been a thing for movies. It's been a thing for that now. It's I don't eh. anyway, but yeah, I I like I understand if you I, no okay I I won't be I won't be I won't even lie about that. I don't understand the the pronoun thing. I I don't. I I guess it's so that you can be referred to how you want to be referred to. That's fine. Which again should be something that your DM should handle. Yes. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, in general, I guess as well. Like, sure. I, like, if you need to be referred to in a certain way, just put that up front, and then everything's fine. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, unfortunately, our language is, as a whole, one where it defaults to male. Uh Yes. Like neutral things are typically, or things that are unknown gender are usually referred to as male. Um. And, like, this is also not people being sexist or, no. like, transphobic because it literally exists in every language, mm-hmm. such as, like, yeah. in French, a um, a bridge is male. Um, a table is female. Yep. Um, and I mean... part of learning French is you have to learn all of these nouns and what whether they are masculine or feminine same for spanish yeah, yeah. um again i i don't want to uh, i don't want to be i don't want to talk about this anymore <laughs> i'll say something that people will not enjoy <laughs> yeah no i mm, do i care though that's the question ooh it it is your podcast. Do as yeah. you will. One way no, I know, I know. I just it's I don't know. I think that I think the best way to put it is that things are going way too far in this day and yes. age with this this I thing. Agree. Um, that's the most PC way I can put it. <laughs> I I have nothing wrong with political correctness as a whole and like trying to make sure that people are inclusive um, or can feel included no matter what their background is absolutely i I feel that that's important in every facet of life i was gonna say uh i would i would also say that um it's not on wizards of the coast to necessarily make a module and say hey part of the rules is like trans rights I, that I should would say be that, part of the DM's world building. Well, I would say that I would say that that's just an inherent thing with people in general that we should just be okay with things. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, to a degree, obviously, there are some things like murder that you shouldn't be okay with. Yes. Um, but there are basic things like people are people and we should respect everybody who's a person because we're all people, you know? Yeah. Like, that's just kind of a thing that should happen until somebody does something like murder or, (laughs) or something, you know, bad to a point where it's bad for society as a whole. Um, again, you should still respect something because you... I don't, I don't know. It, again, it should just be inherent. I don't see why we need to just keep respect, saying it. Yeah. Respect yeah. and love all other people should exactly. be the default. Exactly. Unfortunately. Unless they're assholes, the world. in which case, don't. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. to a degree, I, I, obviously. Yes, <laughs> you fucking dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'll, I'll bring it. Sure. <laughs> every, every, everyone gets a buffer zone. Yes. Uh, yes. And once you drop below that, mm. thank you for watching Table Talk episode two, part one. If you enjoyed it, please, if you would, leave us a positive rating. However, you may choose. Um, if you really want to see and subscribe to the channel that uh, comes before the podcast. Um, please do so. The link is in the description. And uh, if you have thoughts, opinions, all that kind of stuff, feel free to tweet or um, leave comments or however, honestly, uh, excited to see discussion uh, be promoted, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, So yeah, thank you again for watching. Uh, Part two will be up soon and we hope you'll listen again soon.